All right, what is up? Welcome back to another episode of the Student Athlete Sessions brought to you by D3 Direct. Uh, tonight, we have a very special duo from a group that we have been following for a little while now. They, you know, both D3 grads on the program tonight, but they are part of, again, a group that is that is uh, taking the basketball world by storm. They're, they're known by the name of the guys. And uh, yeah, so it's going to be a big time episode tonight. But before we get rolling, definitely want to give a shout out to our sponsor, Play Overseas. Um, for any current D3 athletes in the job hunt right now, uh, Play Overseas is a great way to take a step back uh, before you start your professional career. They offer a fee-free um, consulting service for kids looking to continue their athletic and academic career in the UK. So it's a great option uh, if you're looking to travel and uh, get a, a discounted master's. Um, and again, have a chance to continue your athletic career after school is over. So shout out, play overseas. And uh, yeah, let's get into it. We're going to welcome tonight, <clears throat> Bo Bomarito and Jalen Wadlington. Again, both former Division Three athletes um, from, from Emory and uh, Fontbonne, respectively. Uh, Jalen, Bo, what's up? Not much, man. And thanks for having us on. We're excited to be here. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like I mentioned at the, at the open, you know, there aren't many former D3 athletes out there on YouTube making a name for, for the level and uh, causing the stir that you guys are. So it had to get you on. And um, I guess both of you guys just go ahead and get, get the viewers a, a little more familiar with who you are. Maybe give a brief intro about, you know, what, what makes Jalen Jalen and, and what makes uh, Bo Bo. Yeah, for sure. I can go first. So Bo Amarillo here. Um, I graduated from Emory University, so Division Three in the UAA um, in 2019. Played all four years there uh, under Coach German. Absolutely loved my experience. Um, and after that, um, I did do some full-time work. I still do full-time work, actually, uh, at a place called Mercer. I'm doing health benefits consulting. But what most people know us from now is The Guys, which is our kind of our YouTube channel we started with our friend group with Jaybird here, Jalen, um, about two and a half years ago. And it's been growing ever since. Um, similar basketball type content, but it, it's always kind of the root of it has been um, our friend group. So we've always been friends for a while. I'm both got the pleasure to play Division Three basketball. So, you know, excited to kind of bring that all together and still get to kind of play basketball on a big stage like a, like a YouTube. Yeah. And I'm Jalen Wallington. Uh, I also went D3. I went to Fontbonne University. I played two years there and graduated. And uh, now I'm also doing full-time work. I'm a graphic designer for Taylor Media. And then, like he said, basically just doing the stuff for the guys. So, yeah. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Seems like a lot of common threads. Uh, you know, heavy, heavy St. Louis connections through the team. Obviously, that was very apparent in your recent TBT yeah. experience. But uh, take, take the listeners all the way back. You know, I, saw you guys, I saw you guys went to the same high school. But does the relationship go back even further than that? Um, so yeah, we first became friends um, in high school, um, but we were in the same grade, uh, graduated 2014 together. I wanted to say championship together our senior year. And even in the, if we go back as far as the JB, uh, JV days, me and Jaybird, um, even before like I was close with other friends of the guys now, we were playing together at that level and kind of got closer there. So probably since like sophomore year of high school, we got, we got closer and then um, he just kind of like we both have gotten like you know closer and closer as like both the high school kind of moved on and stayed stayed in touch through college and that's kind of been a theme of all of the guys but us especially just playing you know at the, at a similar level of basketball together throughout college too we definitely have that you know connection. Yeah, and I mean you guys both 
seems like had successful high school careers. I mean, you, from what I understand, you, you won the largest division state title in, in Missouri. Is that right? Yeah. So yeah, I feel like I didn't answer your full question there. So, I mean, I, I, I you go ahead and talk if there's a little more you got going on. Cause I feel like sometimes I just kind of dominate this, these kind of settings, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so like our, our high school team, um, like we said, we, yeah, we won state championship at our highest level our senior year. We had about eight, eight seniors at the time, right? Yeah, seven or eight. Yeah. yeah, seven or eight seniors. So we're all like you know, all those experienced guys that have played together since probably freshman year, whether it was freshman JV varsity level. Um, and we've always been like, you know, CBC, the high school we went to, is known for, you know, kind of their athletics. And I think we're the kind of ones that really started that trend. They're they're very big now, but they we weren't we were we were talented, but not as talented then. So we kind of started that. We we're the first team to really like, you know, win from a state championship from the basketball setting. Uh, the first year our coach Tatum got there, who's now who's this the father of Jason Tatum um, playing for the Boston Celtics now. So that was his first year coaching us. Um, we won that. So, yeah, I mean, it's always been a story. Like CBC and the athletics has always been like a, a big staple of, of that high school. And I think that was part of us as well, just kind of getting a instant, you know, friend group of, you know, 10, 12 guys that we're all super close with mm-hmm. um, throughout high school. It's kind of, you know, extended past now, especially when that state championship together. And what what were your roles in the squad? You said you had a you had, you had like a lot of seniors, but like where did you two fit in? Yeah, I'm gonna start. Uh, so obviously we were all like like you said we had seven or eight seniors. So uh, my role was probably uh, I would just come in and kind of whenever we needed like a big shot or something I would just kind of come in, knock down a shot, uh, play a little bit of defense, get a couple stops, and then uh, just basically give the other guys kind of a rest. But uh, mainly just kind of come in and knock down like big shots when we needed. Yeah, I think we probably had um, six guys, at least on yeah. that team, that went on to play high-level college basketball. I mean, four four probably went D1. You got Jordan Barnett, yeah. you got Jordan Barnes, Christian Willis, yeah. at least those three. And then we went on to play college. We had a guy that went on to play for Arkansas, Armand Watts, now he plays for the Vikings. So we had a talented team. So, And not to mention eight teams on top of that. So, And then I was, for my role, I was obviously kind of the shooter um, of the group. Uh, also kind of a guy that was getting good rebounds, you know, Moe's role defensively, that kind of stuff. But definitely like a shooter of that group. We had a guy, I mean, we had Jordan Barnett on the team who now went to Mizzou, who was just our, you know, our big time scorer. Um, Jordan Barnes was the, the facilitator, point guard, now plays for, well, played for NESA, now plays overseas. And we had Christian Willis, who went to Arkansas State, I believe. Same. And he was just a driver. So I was kind of the guy that, you know, I, I would space the floor for sure, but I, I was definitely a knockdown shooter. I didn't, I don't know how it didn't, tra- it should transfer a little bit more to Emory. I became a little bit different. I had a different game than just a shooter at Emory, but, uh, but yeah, in high school, I was, yeah, I was the shooter for sure. Gotcha. And, and, and I mean, what was it playing like with, with all those D1 prospects? Like, did that give you, you know, context and you, you were in your mind, you're like, you know, I'm pretty good and I should be playing in college or was it more the opposite? Like, Okay, these guys are getting looks, but maybe college is not for me. Like, how did you how did you each yeah. decide that you wanted to play at the next level? No, yeah, that's a great point, especially like just from the aspect of thinking about Division three basketball and how like our mindset, even in high school, I'm yeah. sure both of us because both of us didn't go straight from high school to Division three. Um, but yeah, I think our thought was like, yeah, CBC is a it was big on athletics and it's an all guys school, so a lot of testosterone. We absolutely loved it, but like a lot of like. If, if you're a high level, you know, college basketball, I mean, football player or something like that, that's the popular guys, you know, right? So you want to be kind of, there's a, t- there's a certain level of like, you know, oh, I went, I'm going to division one. Like everyone knows that. So yeah, 
you're all thinking that you're on that same mindset. I'm sure everyone's going through that now. I mean, people like high schoolers, it's still a similar mindset, but it was definitely, it was amplified at CBC for sure. So in my mind, that was like, Hey, I'm good enough to play division one. I'm playing with these guys every day. I'm scoring just as much as they are. I have 20 point games too. I have this, this, like, why, why am I not getting recruited by, you know, the Michigan state? Why am I not recruited by these even lower level D ones? Like, so that was kind of honestly like my mindset. So I thought I could play, you know, at any level and, and play at a high level. Um, and honestly, like, that's why my first thought was to not consider Division three coming out of high school. I went to IMG, actually, for a year of prep school. Um, and that really, again, it helped me gain a lot more perspective on how much of a blessing it is to play at a school like Emory University. And, like, thank God I, like, had that step back and go. I was like, because, you know, obviously it's paid off tenfold now. But I think that was my mindset. I don't know if yours was much different. Yeah, so mine was kind of the same. Like, obviously, uh, from middle school going to high school, you're like, oh, I'm, I want to go D1. I want to go to Duke, whatever. But. Uh, I think just from my standpoint, uh, obviously we had all these Division One uh, athletes on our team. I think it was like just cool just for like all these coaches just to come watch us. So it's like we have plenty, like we had opportunities. There were numerous big coaches that came in, whether it be Division One or even D3. Even. So I think uh, it was just good to just kind of take advantage of just those those guys being there, bringing the coaches there. So, I mean, I think it gave us a lot of opportunities. But like he said, uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was it was crazy because obviously you want to go D1, but. Uh, once you once you get to D3, like you kind of really take a like you, you, you're like appreciative of it because I mean, it's just as great competition on that level than like like the bigger school. So, yeah. Yeah. But awesome playing at that high school level with yeah, those kind of guys. I mean, like how, who else gets to play with like, you know, four or five division one level yeah. players and, mm -hmm. and be close friends with them, too. And, you know, we're still you know playing with them now. So it's awesome. Yeah. Has the guys given you a, like a way to reconnect with them and, and say, like, you know, join up or like yeah come through that's the cool thing like jordan barnett and i mean josh webster is still playing with us now like you'll see him on our most recent yeah. videos um even like guys outside of cbc like all of st louis kind of like has given us a reason to connect with more of the basketball community and it's a super tight community um which is just awesome in st louis it's cool to see like the love and support from all of them and we kind of want to give that back and showcase that talent um but yeah i mean there's definitely like that connection there which it, which is really cool yeah well, I, I want to dive in. Like a lot of our listeners are prospective college athletes and fill in those gaps. I know, Bo, you said you went from CBC to IMG and then it was straight. Was it Emory after that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then Jalen, you said you played your last two at Fontbonne. Mm -hmm. What fill in that gap for the listeners between high school and, and hitting the Slyak? So from, uh, so from high school, I went to a top NAIA in Iowa called William Penn, uh, played a year there. And then, uh, just kind of, I don't know, I guess I just kind of lost my way out there. I came home for a year, took a year off of school, and uh, luckily found a motivation to kind of go back. So I just kind of went ju uh, junior college for a year and played there. Uh, didn't have a scholarship, didn't get recruited, just kind of used my resources and had coach, like my high school coach reach out to the coach there at the time and ended up walking on there. Uh, didn't play as much at first, but then as the year went by, I kind of uh, got an opportunity and ended up uh, taking advantage of it. And then from there, I went to Fonbonne and played my last two years. Gotcha. Yeah, and both, I mean, pretty pretty strong schedules on, on both schools. You know, obviously, you got the UAA slate. Slack is strong. Um, mm -hmm. What would you guys say to to any anyone that is coming up through the ranks that maybe holds that same mentality that you guys both did coming into high school? That's like, I'm yeah. I'm in it to play D1, and that's that's all that I want to settle on. Like, what 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 advice are you giving them now? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure everyone's heard the same thing that we kind of heard. It's like you're talented every like everybody's talented on every level. It's like, yeah, you want to be thinking about the academics. But honestly, like 
I'm sure as a high schooler, if you're thinking, you're probably not thinking that, like you're probably thinking the same way I was thinking, like, yeah, I hear you, but I want to play division one. I, I want to play in the NCAA tournament. I think my biggest argument, especially today, it's like, if you're good enough to play, you're actually, like if your goals are put to play overseas, play in the NBA, if that's actually your goal, division going division three is not going to hold you back from that goal like you you there's guys in the nba now i mean i, I the name is slipping for me but the guy who played for them at miami he hunter robinson duncan robinson duncan robinson, duncan robinson yeah. i mean he played division three went off and then transferred division one like if you're really that good i promise you you're gonna find your way overseas whether it's overseas whether it's the nba there's a guy eric demers now plays for you know a g league team so it's like so that that argument's out the window. You're, if you're trying to get in the NBA, like I mean, Division One, yeah, it's gonna help you. But if you're good enough to play professionally, you're you're gonna find your way. And then, but obviously, you you do need to think about the longer term, and think about okay, four years goes by, you know, happen. I, I'm done playing basketball. What do I want my degree to say? Like, what where do I want to actually, you know, be in college? What kind of connections do I want to make? And think about all those experiences. I mean, I think when I actually visited Emory and gave it an unbiased chance, just kind of took a step back and looked like, okay, maybe just like, if I went to this college, would I enjoy it? Then you kind of see how like awesome the experience really is. I mean, they have an amazing campus, amazing academics. And just like, I met so many amazing people at Emory and got to have this whole experience um, that was just outside of just basketball too. Like the basketball was obviously very competitive, very awesome. We played a high level, um, but you can really experience a lot more than that too at a division three level too. Um, you get a little bit more freedom. You're not uh, division one. You probably get one month total free time. Um, so that was, that was a big thing for me. It's like, I, I wanted to go home sometimes. I wanted to, you know, have some other things going on. So there's a lot of benefits um, of division three. And obviously like the, the competitive, you're going to see that. Like if you actually go to a division three game, you're going to see the competitive aspect, but consider the other think about the advantages that really come with division three and, and take advantage of those, you know, the, the positive sides of all the things versus like, Oh, I just want to say I went division one. Cause those guys that all you want to brag to about going to division one, they're not going to be a college with you, whatever, whatever, what college you're at. I promise you know, those guys that are hyping you up for going to whatever level are going to be there when they're talking you down, talking you up. They're, they're not going to be there for you unless you get to college. Yeah. And uh, for me, I guess, uh, so, I mean, I, I didn't even get recruited to play at Fonbon, honestly. I, I just knew like an assistant coach and he kind of told me to come to practice uh, one day, like when I ended up deciding to go there to take classes. Uh, but I think my, from, for me, it was just uh, basically just, just being happy to play. Like a lot of people don't even get to play college basketball or even professionally or anything. So I think I just kind of looked back and just kind of took advantage of what I had. Like, I mean, I had a great, a great time playing there. It's not like I just didn't, get to go play basketball or have fun. Like it's kind of the same, it's kind of the same atmosphere, especially once you get like, like to the tournament games and stuff, like it's basically the same. I mean, we have a national tournament, just like uh, division one. So I think uh, for me, like I said, just kind of being appreciative. And I mean, if you do want to go pro, I mean, coaches find you wherever, like there's yeah. going to be coaches that find you where, I mean, Absolutely. junior colleges, like division, like it really doesn't matter. NAIA, like if you're, if you're good enough to play at the next level, coaches will find you regardless. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It's a great message. Um, all right, I think we shift gears now. Let's 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 dig in. You guys are both wearing your your TBT the guys shirts, uh, official merch. Probably still available. Yes, sir. So, uh, website. Yeah, exactly. Go hit that up. Um, <laughs> but no, before we get started, I feel like you guys should be hired for like any company that is looking to hit a guerrilla marketing campaign because I swear y'all are everywhere. Um, <laughs> doesn't matter what channel I see on like. If it's That's YouTube, right. Twitter, Instagram, like the guys are taking over the world. And 
that's super cool you say that and i'm sorry if to interrupt you if you had a question but it's like obviously for us it's like it's our lives lifestyle so i'm, I'm always posting on social media like it consumes us but we don't see it from an outsider's perspective all the time especially someone that's not from st louis because we part of us could be like oh this is dope like everyone's got some stuff but they, they know us here in st louis right so it's like to see it from an outsider's perspective like oh like we, i see it on my for you page all the time or every every social media page i'm scrolling through i see you like that's super cool. And that means something to us. Cause I mean, we've been working at that for what, two and two and a half years now to, to see it kind of come to fruition is, is, is dope. Yeah. Well, and I think there, there are a couple threads that, that show through one is that to your point of it being like what you guys always did and like it, it comes across as very authentic, which is, I think is why it resonates. And like yeah. people, people want to see that type of stuff. I think for me personally, it doesn't hurt that like probably every single algorithm is, is, uh, you know, hardwired to, to send me D3 content. So anytime there's a connection, it's like, it's going to, uh, it's going to send it right over, but no, I, yeah, let's, let's get into the origin story. Uh, I guess from the website, what I've, what I've garnered is that it sounds like your brother, Bo was the coming, coming back during COVID was the, was the thing that, that turned this from like a hobby to a, maybe we make something out of this. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the way I kind of explain it is we, we kind of always have been close friends, always doing entertaining stuff. And like, you know, everybody has that conversation probably at once with your friend group, like we should either start a podcast or we should have a TV show. So we obviously were like talking like, we're so entertaining the stuff we do on the weekends is so much fun. We should have our own TV show. And we actually like tried to do that. And we did that, that route, like long story short, like almost worked out, but didn't thank God it really didn't. Cause we have so much more creative freedom to like with what we do now. But I think that kind of like lit like a spark with us, and especially with Blake, who already had a YouTube channel back in the day, actually deleted his YouTube channel because he was like kind of getting like bullied or like made fun of for his channel and his content when he was younger. So I always had that like editing background and like wanted to make YouTube videos. And like you said, yeah, he came back from COVID. Um, he was working out in California, selling cars, came back once COVID hit. Um, so me, Tommy and Blake all kind of lived together. He was sitting around and Tommy kind of said, Hey, you should just make up videos again because they had nothing else to do. They didn't have, they were like, didn't have work going on at the time. He was like, yeah, sure. Let's do it. They made a trick shot video and just kind of took off from there. Um, and on my side, I love being kind of in front of the camera. Um, before I picked up basketball, like I wanted to be like an actor, like I was doing plays and all that kind of stuff. So it really like, it was a perfect mix of the two for me. It was like, I get to play basketball and I get to kind of put on a show in my own way and like kind of be in front of the camera, that kind of stuff. Um, and then Jaybird too. It's kind of, it's kind of cool to see all the aspects of the friend group kind of brought together. Obviously, he plays basketball. Obviously, he's he's hilarious. Like when you're gonna get him in in the right zone for it. But he's also a really talented graphic designer. So he does helps with all our thumbnails, all those thumbnails you're seeing, all the kind of Instagram posts or like the different graphics you're seeing. He's doing all those designs kind of behind the scenes too. So everyone's kind of chipped in their own way. Parker Cordova also is the cameraman that kind of stepped up there, took a big camera role. Um, and even though like he's great camera facing, he kind of took a step back and said, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to go on the camera and just crush it there. He's actually absolutely killing it. Gets all the great shots, get not afraid to get in people's like face, get a sound bite. So it's like, that's the cool part of the guys is like, it's all just our friends. And like you said, it's authentic because like, we've always been doing this. We're just trying to, now we're figuring out how to do it in front of a camera and how to like portray that to the audience in a way that makes sense for YouTube, that makes sense for Instagram, TikTok. And just, it's all different, but we're figuring it out now, which is cool. So now two and a half years in, it's kind of, it's gravitated towards basketball content because like people want you to have a niche and, and like, that's kind of it. But to answer your question, like we've always been entertaining. So we have to pivot to something else or we kind of want to, if we want to do different types of content, like we, we've been doing that too. So we just got to find the right to do that and, and incorporate that as well. We will. 
and and you know as i mentioned you guys are you guys are rocking the shirts the tbt shirts how did how did that opportunity come about um you know i i think there were 32 teams in that were that had won their previous like or their first round game last year that got an auto bid there are 32 spots open how does the guys end up with one of those spots in tbt man it's a it's a kind of a crazy story i think i think i just tweeted one day i was like hey mark my words after watching the tbt like three years, two years ago, I was like, we were going to be in the TV tournament. And I think our old assistant coach saw it and texted me and goes, if you're serious about this, I actually know the owner of the TBT. I can put you in contact with them. So I put a, gave me like the contact. I reached out, like put together this whole spiel of like why the guys could be like a city, a team surrounded by the city of St. Louis and a youth tournament. We're small at the time, not that big. So they're like, oh, okay, this is an interesting concept. Like I'll hear it. I'll put you in contact with another team, like our kind of team coordinator. Um, get in touch with him. And that, like it's like a whole process like they have a whole selection committee like just like the ncaa tournament really that the ncaa tournament didn't have a whole season to base off like the judge teams on so they really don't have much of an idea other than like hearing about names and like former tbt players and we really didn't have many of either at the time so it's like a whole process and really we tried last year didn't work out um just because we couldn't we, we started too late couldn't get a team together and finally this year we just kind of went all in people heard about it and luckily the city of St. Louis really like kind of backed it up and supported us we had you know players volunteer that you know took a risk really because they could have played for other TBT teams that they knew they were going to get in but these guys kind of bought in show up to practice every day um, and put the work in and we obviously put a ton of work on the back end to kind of frame this team around both the city of St. Louis and our YouTube channel who just kind of started growing at the same time when the TBT like selection process was starting that's kind of when our our videos started to really blow up. So it kind of worked out perfect timing. Um, and we got in, just kind of never looked back and grinded. And that's the cool thing. I think we want it to be like a full, like a, a longer process. Like it's not be like a one done thing for us. We want to get back in next year and have bigger, you know, more talent, more businesses from the city of St. Louis or even businesses from across like the world to kind of get involved. Um, and I think at TBT is such a great stage to do it because it's on ESPN on a national platform. Yeah, no, and in a lot of ways, it seems to to fit well with with what you guys do. Um, you know, TBT is. I, I've been impressed with the way they've like iterated every year. You know, they they add some new wrinkle. Obviously, they have the the core Elam ending, which is a which is novel in the basketball world, um, and people can debate whether or not that has merits elsewhere. But but definitely creates an exciting product. And then you know, adding things like the Rucker Park regional this year and and just like i feel like with the way you guys are trying different things you know i feel like you're you, i've seen you in, in nascar events you know you got your own tournaments you're hosting you got yeah. you, you i think it's just like a, it's a good fit and i can see why they uh why they wanted you guys to get involved no yeah it's a, it's awesome i think that was kind of like my i was like what i was explaining in interviews like it's kind of the mecca of like what we wanted to do or like to get in the tbt because it's like we can play the highest level of basketball that we're really capable of playing at this at this stage in our lives. So we can't play college and can't play in the NBA, really. I mean, maybe I'm still working on my jump shot. If I need any more threes, I couldn't make it to the league. But uh, other than that, it's like the TBT is really the spot you want to be at. So it's cool to play on a national platform like that and kind of get the guys out there. But also, we have that really cool entertaining side, too. So if you watch the video of it, like it's like we didn't play much personally, but we're, we're hilarious on the bench, kind of talking about mic'd up content, showing our whole experience playing a three-point contest, getting Tom in the dunk contest and he can't even dunk for real. So it was just funny. It was just such a cool 
it, it was a cool experience for sure. Like I definitely, there was times where I just find myself looking around like, wow, I can't believe we really did this. Like, this is such an awesome experience. And again, we want to make it like a long-term thing. And I mean, I don't know if you got much to add to that experience, but it was super cool. No, that was me. pretty much it, yeah. It was just dope just being there, just from, like you said, two, three years ago, just watching it on TV, just saying yeah. like, man, what if we get a team and actually doing it? It was just like, it was, it was really dope. Yeah, because I remember like watching in high school and telling yeah. all, all my teammates like, we're going to be in this one day. But not had no idea about a YouTube channel, nothing like that. But uh, I guess I spoke into existence. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's half the battle. Yeah. Um, you know, you mentioned the the content from the bench and, and sharing. I guess giving giving viewers that access to to the in game moments, the huddle, which which again I think is why your content resonates. It's 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 real, and people can can get that added perspective. Take take us a level further back, like. What did what did a day at TBT look like? Because I know you guys you had games, you had the events. Like, are you then going back to the hotel and you know trying to throw together some thumbnails to like get content up quick, or you know yeah. what, what was happening? It's all a process because I was the GM too, which I tell you, like it's <laughs> it was fun, but it was very stressful because I had to organize the whole team, figure out hotels, logistics is not my strong suit. So I had to figure out how to get guys there, get flights for guys, get hotels for guys, make sure everybody's making it to practices all that kind of stuff so i'm kind of handling that on the gm side um and then blake is handling it from kind of the back end like the editing side still making dropping different videos we had going on you know outside of tbt because we're still we have we're still consistency is our big thing we gotta drop video every week we gotta make tiktoks we gotta make instagram posts so everybody's kind of helping on the back end with that and we're really just chipping in on, on the back side of like how we can kind of keep making content while traveling to the TBT, getting there, um, and kind of making that work as well. So how we got there, um, the day before, once I, after all the practices and stuff, we practiced, you know, three day, three weeks for about every day. Um, got there the day before, had like a practice, a shoot around, that kind of stuff. At the same time, we're kind of, you know, planning out content, like, well, how are we going to do this? How are we going to do that? We had the dunk contest and a three-point contest that night. Um, so all, everybody drives up, Jayberry Parker, all are kind of the rest of the guys, they're kind of like behind the scenes too. They get there um, that night. Um, we shoot the three point in the dunk contest. Um, and obviously, you kind of, if you've seen some of the clips, like I, I, I had a crazy moment, Tom had a funny moment. So we're posting reels or like, you know, stories at the same time of that. And Blake's killing it at the same time, kind of in the background doing that. We shoot that that Friday night. Um, we have our game the next day. So we're kind of going over, you know, a little bit of film, talking through like matchups for guys. Um, we have like a shoot around that day. Um, so it's kind of a mix of, you know, everything. And it's really, it's a lot like a, you're at a college level or NCAA level basketball game again. You know, you're doing a scouting report. Um, you know, you're getting practices, pregame warm-up, pregame meal, all that kind of stuff. I really felt like I was back on a, on a team and it was cool to be at that stage. But it's also crazy to balance that on top of YouTube. And I still have my full-time job. So I got to figure out how to take off work, how to make up my work when I'm doing all that in the meantime. So it was a ton a ton to balance um, at the TBC, but I wouldn't trade it for anything. It was such a, like an incredible experience. And I, I wish we could have gotten even further because I, mean, I, I would take it off more days of work, would have done whatever <laughs> to, to keep playing in that. Yeah, that's great. Where, where do you guys set your sights now? I mean, I know, um, believe I might be butchering the name, but I think it's the, the Bomberito Mega Bowl uh, is, is yeah, right. quickly approaching. Uh, anything else that the guys has in the works or that you guys want to give a shout out to? Yeah, the Bomberito Mega Bowls this weekend. We're actually doing the Elam ending for the playoffs of that, sure. so we're excited for that. It's a is that the back. first year? Yeah, first year doing the Elam ending. So after we played it, I'm like, this is sick. So I'm a big fan of that. I love it. Um, 
And we're, so we're going to do that for the mega bowl. It's basically a tournament we've had every year for 12, this is our 12th year doing it. So since like high school, before your high school started, we kind of had it with our friends. It's gotten bigger and bigger. Um, we got a lot of stuff coming up. Um, it's kind of the end of this, wrapping up the summer a bit, um, which has just been hectic with basketball stuff, like leagues we've been in the pro-am, the different like St. Louis pro-am, the, the TBT, all that kind of stuff. So it's going to calm down from that sense in terms of like organized league basketball. But I'm super excited that it's kind of ending because that gives us a lot more creative freedom. Maybe we can do some more park runs. Maybe we can do different types of content and really start to get creative um, other than having going to go to these leagues every day and you know, you know, do the same thing, which is very competitive and awesome. But I mean, it does kind of get like, you know, repetitive or, or too competitive in the sense it's like I'm focused so much on winning the game and I'm like, maybe not focusing on my creative side. And if I lose and it's a big deal, it's like, well, maybe I just have, you know, have fun playing and, and try to make a, a good video and get, our, get in touch with our creative side. So I'm excited for that. Um, and as always, I think we got a lot of things in the works. We want to get into kind of like the Twitch streaming a bit, um, get into our live streaming bag a little. Um, maybe expand different types of content. We got a second channel now with the guys 2.0 um, and trying to get different types of content out and kind of see things that um, we can do outside of basketball. But basketball is always going to be a staple. Um, so we're going to try to, you know, collab with new basketball creators, um, get new leagues, get new types of tournaments, tra hopefully get to travel a little bit more. So I don't know if you got, yeah, you got any good ideas. That was pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, I kind of went off there. <laughs> yeah no it seems like it seems like a lot of a lot of good stuff the consistency has been you know as I, like i mentioned earlier kept you guys in the in the spotlight and seems like the tbt was massive for growth um along with some of the some of the other videos you guys going viral for the for the yeah. <laughs> the dunk reaction um what what has that been like now to see other people doing your celebrations or like your things in their own videos or in their own games yeah um you know, I uh, yeah I, I, I guess uh so i mean it's just kind of hilarious like every, it feels like every time i like wake up in the morning like i got a new dm from somebody like saying like, like hey look at this like they're, they're doing y'all celebration they're like tagging me in comments or just tagging like our page in general like i think I mean, it's, it's hilarious first off because i mean these people are doing this in like organized aau tournaments and like just different like high school games like it's, it's crazy like we took it from like i guess even park runs like the stuff we yeah. do there like People are doing this stuff in organized games now, so I think it's just kind of hilarious that uh, just just to see that. Yeah, it, it's crazy. People are like, especially today, I feel like a bunch of people were tagging us. Yeah. I saw I saw a video of Steph Curry dunking and then everybody doing it on him. So it's crazy. It's gotten that far, um, and just to see, yeah, people even taking our trend, not even know much about us. It's kind of cool to see like that. We can have that kind of impact, and yeah, people want to get into like, no, no, they're not giving you credit, this and that, and like, yeah, I, I mean, obviously, I wish like we could get a little more credit for it i guess but it's cool to see that impact and i think you know karmic law is going to be like we'll probably get you know that back you know in some way and if we keep yeah. doing cool things like it's going to catch up exactly sure. you do it you do it because it's it's what you guys like to do yeah stay authentic and i think i think it'll continue to resonate and that that credit will come back around absolutely i couldn't agree more uh all right yeah let's let's close it out i think you guys can uh, you can freestyle a little bit here. There's someone you want to give a shout out to, or um, you know, some cause you want to bring attention to. The floor is is yours each. Okay, um, I'll go first while you maybe yeah. think about some shout outs. I I give a shout out because I don't do it enough in the interviews. I want to give a shout out to Parker and Parker Cordova and Joe Gilman, who are both kind of behind the scenes. Um, Parker is obviously killing on the camera. Um, gets all the great shots and does really like you know takes the extra step um, to do what it takes to help us out. 
And Joe has been helping Blake, you know, edit, cut out footage. Um, and he's definitely like been an unsung hero for, especially Blake and for us um, a lot of times. Cause like, like you said, like consistency is so key. We need to make a video every week to kind of stay consistent and keep growing. And without him um, helping edit when really none of us like can, cause we all got our own stuff going on. We got to focus on what we're good at. Um, he's, he's been a big help there too. So I'll give a shout out to them too. Um, give us that obviously give a shout out to our channels too because you know we're not we're on youtube but whatever platform you follow us on we're probably on more platforms than just that we're on youtube uh instagram tiktok um twitter we're, we're starting a twitch uh, channel too so we got that um the guys tv so anywhere uh you can probably find the guys or search the guys you'll find it and um, we got some merch going dropping too we got a little no co no corn allowed merch dropping <laughs> so if anyone's heard to get the corn out of my face that that's that now's your chance <laughs> to, to kind of join in that movement uh but yeah what else, what else you got bird uh like just a piggyback just basically shout out to like just like our group like even like the people that don't get to go to all the events like they're doing stuff like at home for us when we're gone like just kind of holding it down here holding down the fort and honestly just like our parents honestly like just being patient yeah. with us with this whole process because obviously this isn't like i feel like something easy to kind of deal with and uh just kind of accepting like what we want to do and kind of supporting us with that so just shout out to them too i love it Gratitude, gratitude. Well, all right, that, love it. Uh, I think it's a good place to, to close it out. I'd say to everyone, you heard the, the social channels out there where, where you can find the guys. Again, it's D-A space G-U-Y-S, the guys. And uh, Megaball XII is coming up. Check sure. it out. I'm sure there's gonna be plenty of content, some new trends that are gonna pop out of it. You can find them <laughs> on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, wherever you find social media. And uh, yeah, thank you both for joining us. Yeah, I appreciate, yeah, I appreciate you, Joe. Thank this you. is awesome. All right, guys, this has been another episode of the Student Athlete Sessions by D3 Direct. Uh, tune in, we're dropping new episodes every week on, on podcasts, um, you know, wherever you consume podcasts. So you can find our link in Linktree and uh, enjoy. We're always looking for new, new suggestions on who we should interview next. So go ahead and drop those um, on social and, and we'll try to make them happen. Thanks.